ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كلام الله تبارك وتعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه واله وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار عباد الله الله سبحانه وتعالى the most wise created us to worship him alone وما خلقت الجن والانس الا ليعبدون as he said subhanahu wa ta'ala in the meaning of which i did not create jinn or mankind except to worship me and the word worship or ibadah in islam very comprehensive that the whole entire life can be under the title of al ibadah because this is the purpose of our life one of the meanings and one of the ways to establish the ibadah on the face of earth is to be steadfast to have al istiqamah As Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala said in the Quran, "Inna alladhina qalu rabbuna Allah thumma istaqamu tatanazzalu alayhim al-malaikatu alla takhafu wa la tahzanu." That those who would say Rabbuna Allah, our Lord is Allah, then istaqamu, then they were steadfast on as-sirat al-mustaqim. These are the people the angels will descend upon them when at the moment of death. Alla takhafu wa la tahzanu. Do not fear of what's coming ahead and do not grieve of what you're leaving behind the moment of death is such an important one and a difficult one because at that moment the human being which every one of us will face he has the fear of what's coming ahead he doesn't know whether he would get and receive the glad tidings by the angels descending the angels of mercy or the opposite wal ayadu billah the angels of punishment and at the same time the grief of what he's leaving or what she's leaving behind wealth family children and so on those who said rabbuna allah those who would say our lord is allah and they were steadfast thumma istaqamu the angels will come down unto them in this weak moment at the moment of death alla takhafu wa la tahzan do not do not have the fear of what's coming ahead do not grieve of what you're leaving behind الا تخافوا ولا تحزنوا وابشروا بالجنه التي كنتم توعدون and have the glad tidings of the jannah that you have been promised so at that moment when everyone around the deceased or the one that is about to die they're concerned they're sad they're worried about him that person that has the steadfastness the istiqamah 
he would not want to come back to this dunya anymore. Why? Because he, re- he received the glad tidings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the angels. So how can we achieve this in our life? This is the purpose of our life. This is something that we should not ever be in state of forgetfulness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us to recite Surah Al-Fatiha in the Salah every rak'ah, pillar of the Salah. We say in, salah, in Surah Al-Fatiha, اهدينا الصراط المستقيم Guide us to the straight path. It's only one path. The one on top of this Sarat, the first one to enter the Jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And people will be behind him. No one will get ahead of him from this ummah. Everybody will be behind him. Those who follow them in this life, they would follow him also in the Day of Judgment. And there's a Sarat in the Day of Judgment, the bridge on top of the Hawfayr. Those who used to be steadfast on the Sarat in this dunya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give them the steadfastness in the hereafter to pass on the Sarat to enter the Jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's one path in this life connected to the path in the hereafter for those who have the steadfastness al-istiqamah. This istiqamah, steadfastness, it's something in the heart, in the tongue, in every different part of our bodies. This is the human being as a whole, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us to witness the importance of the ibadah, not just in one thing or the other, or one time or not the other, one month or one week or one day. It's the whole entire mm-hmm. life of the Muslim. It's every single part of our life has to be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ وَبِذَلِكَ أُمِرْتُ وَنَأَوَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ That say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, my salah, my nusuk, my slaughtering, my life and my death, all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The ones that want to live in harmony with everything else around us, there is no other way but the way of Islam. To submit ourselves willingly to the creator of the heavens and the earth. When everything else submitted itself and even our own selves. We were born without no permission whatsoever. Nobody asked us. The first thing that we remember on the face of earth is maybe when we were four or five years old. Before that, who is the one that took care of us? Who is the one that took care of us in the womb of the mother and after we were born? That put the love in the heart of every mother, whether she is a Muslim or a non-Muslim in the East or the West, it doesn't matter. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a reason. And who is the one that when our soul is taken out from this life at the moment of death, we are in state of submission. And in between also we are in state of submission. Our heartbeats, our happiness, our sadness, nobody have this control. The guidance is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there is a window of choice and that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the intellectual abilities to think as human beings. To make decisions now for what's coming ahead. Many of you are students and they go to school and they're patient and they struggle not for the moment that they're living but for something to come. This is unique to the human beings. And because of that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests us with regarding to this by sending the messengers and revealing the books for the Muslims, for the human beings to submit themselves willingly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that there is no one worthy of worship except Him. To turn to Him alone subhanahu wa ta'ala. To have this level of submission and then to choose to be steadfast, even if the person doesn't taste the sweetness of the steadfastness in this life, but they would taste it also. This is the promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But even if they don't, they don't submit for any condition in this life, they submit for the reward in the hereafter only. But it's the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As he said subhanahu wa ta'ala, مَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ فَلَنُحْيَنَّ وَحَيَةً طَيِّبٍ 
that whoever do righteous good deeds, whether it's male or female, we would give them a goodly life. So being steadfast on the deen of Islam would give the person a goodly life in this life. Human beings are intoxicated, except those who are steadfast on the Surat al-Mustaqim. They know the reality of things. They see of what's coming ahead after they read and recite the revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as a result of that, their hearts will be steadfast, their tongues and the rest of the body. When we talk about this, of course, with the time of the khutbah, this is the whole religion of Islam. But one ayah that gives us the essence of how can our hearts be steadfast on the deen of Islam. With all the different deeds, the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the fear of Allah, the hope for the rewards from Allah, the sincerity. All means of feelings and desires and everything. How can we subject that to make it steadfast for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When we really make this heart submit to all the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without any condition, there's a level in which we need to test our hearts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests us with this ayah in the Quran that it's not a physical action. It's only something in the heart does not go beyond that. This ayah is, فَلَوْ رَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِي مَشَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجِدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجًا مِمَّا قَضَيْتُ وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا مَتْ The ayah before that says, By your Lord, no by your Lord, nay, denying faith. They are never to believe, they are never believers. Till they make you a prophet of Allah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a judge between them. And then, they would never find any unease in their hearts with the judgment of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Here's وَيُسَلِّمُوا Islam. The verb, the mudara, the present tense. At all times, they submit themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taslima. Submitting themselves, full submission, with no condition whatsoever. Their goal is to know, and that's it. To know, is this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us? This is the way of the Prophet Then they submit themselves to the orders of Allah and the way of the Prophet Then listen to the next verse. This is the real test. Test that it only stays in the heart. وَلَوْ أَنَّا كَتَبْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَنِ قُتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ أَوْ إِخْرُجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِكُمْ مَا فَعَلُوهُ إِلَّا قَلِيلٌ مِّنْهُمْ If we had ordained upon them, if we had made it an obligation unto them, that they would kill themselves, and they would get out of their dwellings and homes and wealth and everything. Imagine this is the order of Allah, in which it's not, it's haram for a Muslim to kill himself. But the ayah says, وَلَوْ if for us to test our hearts, is this is the level of submission that we have? If the order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for people, for example, right, when they reach a certain age, they have to, they have to kill themselves. And they have to give up all of their wealth. How many people willingly would do this? This is what the ayah says. And again, this is against the deen of Islam. Somebody would do this, commit suicide, kill oneself. This is not permissible whatsoever. But the ayah is not exaggerating anything. It's not just for the sake of arguments, for example. Quran is true. Quran is the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every word is meant. Every word is meant for an action to be done. This is an action done by the heart. This is the level of submission. That we would test ourselves. If this was the order of Allah, and it would never be. But if this was the order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have nothing but to say we listen and we obey. He's the owner of all things. He's the one that created us. He's the one that created all means of goodness in us and also the opposite. So he's the only one that we submit ourselves to. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَوْ أَنَّا كَتَبْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَنِ اقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ أَوْ اخْرُجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِكُمْ Here is the misery of the human beings. مَا فَعَلُوهُ إِلَّا قَلِيلٌ مِّنْهُمْ 
they would not do it except few among them. We need to be among those few. Those who submit themselves totally to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving the glad tidings to the believers. وَلَوْ أَنَّهُمْ فَعَلُوا مَا يُوَعَظُونَ بِهِ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ If they would do what they have been ordered to do, which is not killing yourself, which is not to give up your wealth and your home, it's not like this. What is the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? To worship Him alone? That fits the nature of the human being. To pray the five times a day, it's not fifty. It's only five. To pray it in jama'ah, what's the, what's the major issue about this? Especially if a person is close to the masjid. Takes two and a half hours at the most of the day of the, of the human being. The rest is for whatever is permissible and so on. And then the person would choose not to. To do what is good and to forbid oneself from what is evil. Everything is haram, is evil. Not good whatsoever. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَوْ أَنَّهُمْ فَعَلُوا مَا يُعَضُونَ بِهِ Another meaning of the tafsir of the ayah as the ulama they say, if they would have done what they have been ordered in which it's not the order. If the, if the order was to kill themselves and they did that, it would have been better for them. Because the one that ordered is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one that owns life and death and the hereafter and everything is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the, it's only one direction that the believers they have. As Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah he said, فَلِوَاحِدٍ كُنْ وَاحِدًا فِي وَاحِدٍ أَعْنِ سَبِيرَ الْحَقِّ وَالْإِمَانِ Very simple. This deen of Islam is so easy. It hits and fits the nature of the human being. فَلِوَاحِدٍ To one, be one in one. And that is the path of al-Iman and the righteousness. To one, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be one. Don't be too many different peoples. And in one, in one path. And that is the path, the way of the Prophet being steadfast in our speech to say what is right and to stay away from what is evil. Being steadfast in every part of our body to follow the way of the Prophet to be obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the other side, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warned us not to deviate. Umar radiallahu anhu when he explained al-istiqamah, he said, these people, they obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لا يرغون رواغان They don't deviate and do like this. Go left and right like the wolves do. They are steadfast. It's only one path. In the midst of all means of darknesses and many paths in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave many examples in the Quran and in the Sunnah of the Prophet. One path to be steadfast, to be straight, to be honest, to be truthful, to follow that and to be patient till the person reaches his final destination. But another warning, another warning that is mentioned in Surah Al Araf, we'll mention that inshallah ta'ala in the second khutbah. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولك الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم أجمعين أما بعد الاستقامة وبين steadfast with our hearts with our tongues with the different parts of our bodies for ourselves and those who depend on us our families, especially in the environments that we live in, responsibility. Generation come after generation, we are responsible for generations to come. Anything that we do now with the sincerity, with being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, definitely, it would have a good effect by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the opposite is the opposite. And as the Prophet said to Abdullah ibn Abbas, protect the orders of Allah, Allah will protect you. As Sa'id ibn Musayyib, Rahimahullah, from the early generations of Islam, he said that Allah will protect you in your six offsprings, not just in one generation, one after another. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned something, and this is just an example, in Surah Al-A'raf about Bani Israel. Generations came 
later generations, those, the later generations, those who came, they found themselves inherited the book. And the word warithul kitab was mentioned. فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ وَرِثُ الْكِتَابِ And I hope that you would pay attention to this meaning. فَخَلَفَ This is towards the end of the surah after the story of Bani Israel and so on. فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ A generation came after them. وَرِثُ الْكِتَابِ They inherited the book. They did not witness it when it was revealed. Later generations, they found themselves inherited the book. And usually when a person inherits something, if he inherits the wealth of his father, he's not... Uh, caring for the wealth like the father does. He would spend it lavishly because he did not get tired. He did not struggle and spend the effort and the patience to accumulate it. So usually the ones that inherit something make it loose a little bit. So they inherited the book. What is condemned is they would follow their desires in al-adna in this life, this low life that we live in. They would take that once they are faced with a sin, they don't mind of falling into the sin. And they say, we will be forgiven. And when another apparent thing of this dunya, sinful act, comes on their way, they would still take it. And they would say, we will be forgiven. They think that they have something to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that it doesn't matter whether they are steadfast or not. They, every time they say, that means they will be forgiven. Wasn't the covenant of the book was taken from them? The covenant was taken from them. And the covenant is taken from us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took the covenant from us. When we say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. This is a heavy covenant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warned us from those who break the covenant of Allah. As a result of them breaking the covenant of Allah, Allah cursed them and made their hearts hard. They cannot do what is right. They cannot feel what is right and what is wrong. They're confused. This is the punishment for those who break the covenant of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about Bani Israel, what was the mithaq? What was the covenant? To the end of the verse. When we took the covenant of Bani Israel to do what? To not worship anyone but Allah. Be kind to the parents and to the poor and to the needy. Isn't this what we are ordered to do? These are the covenants from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not just to Bani Israel, but to the Ummah of the Prophet also. And we have been taking this covenant and we heard what happened if a person or the Ummah breaks the covenant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then the ayah that we just heard when they would commit the sin and say, we will be forgiven. And then after that, أَلَمْ يُؤْخَذْ عَلَيْهِمْ مِثَاكُ الْكِتَابِ أَلَّا يَقُولُ عَلَى اللَّهِ إِلَّا الْحَقَّ وَدَرَسُوا مَا فِي They learned the book. وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ لِلَّذِينَ يَتَّقُونَ أَفَلَا تَعْقِلُونَ The here after is better for those who have taqwa. Don't you have a sound mind? And then the next ayah gives us the way. And it was said, this is the Ummah of the Prophet would hold fast when you hold something with your hand and you hold it very tight, this is yumasikun. In Arabic language, you can say yumsikun. It will give the same meaning, but it's not, of course, the same. As they say in the Arabic, ziyadatun fil mabna, ziyadatun fil ma'na. The shadda, waladina yumasikun. Right? How's that sound from yumsikun? Yumasikun, yumsikun. Which is more stronger? 
يمثكون The Shadda makes it very strong That means this is the act of holding fast to the truth They hold fast, not holding it to be loose They hold fast to it They hold very strongly to it And they establish the Salah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not render the deeds of those who are Muslihi, Those who are steadfast, it's not in vain So this is a warning with the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And the delight that has been promised to those who are steadfast Sahaba radiallahu anhum, Allah was pleased with them And they are pleased with him because of the steadfastness It was not just matters of belief, matters of ibadah Everything else it was the good manners too To the extent of which, and this is one last example And this is just an example To get a feel of how the steadfastness was in all The whole entire life of them Ka'b ibn Malik radiallahu His son Abdurrahman ibn Ka'b ibn Malik he said that when his father was old in age, he lost his eyesight. Karim Malik, one of the great companions of the Prophet the one that has the long story that I mentioned in Surah At-Tawbah, when they did not go in the battle of Tabuk. Anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave them, and the forgiveness was mentioned in the verses. His son, when his father, which is Karim Malik, reached old age, he said, every time in Jum'ah prayer, when I would take him to the Jum'ah prayer, I hear him making dua, to one of the companions of the Prophet Umam ibn As'ad ibn Zarar Every time, every Jum'ah So he said to himself, I have to ask him Every time I hear him this and I don't ask him This is This is something deficiency in me How can I do not ask him Why you're making dua for that particular Sahabi companion of the Prophet So one Jum'ah he heard The normal thing, the father he hears the adhan of Jum'ah He makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For the forgiveness of this one Sahabi so he asked him, Oh my father, why every Jum'ah you make dua to this one companion? He said, Ya Bunay, kana awwal man salla bina al-Jum'ah fil Madinah. He said, My son, he was the first one to pray Jum'ah, to lead us in Jum'ah in al-Madinah. This is how faithful they were. This is the manners of istiqamah and steadfastness, that even the person died and passed away, he would not forget him from the dua, because he was the first one to gather them in the Jum'ah in al-Madinah, so for the rest of his life, we'd make dua for him. Something might be very light, but when you ponder over it, this is a way of life. The way of life of being steadfast in all means of goodness. Matters of ibadah, manners of manners, anything, even the smile on one's face, we need to be steadfast on this. This is the way of the Prophet ﷺ. And again, not just to ourselves, but ourselves and those who depend on us, our families, our wife, our children. How can we benefit them? So the deen of al-Islam is something that will continue to be there from one generation to the other and not to be the opposite. وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَاسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ الْعَظِيمِ مَلِي وَلَكُمْ اللَّهُمْ أَقْسَمْ لَنَا مِنْ خَشْيَتِكَ مَا تَحُولُ بِهِ بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَ مَعْصِيَتِكَ وَمِنْ طَاعَتِكَ مَا تُبَلِّغُنَا بِهِ جَنَّةً ومن اليقين ما تهون به علينا مصائب الدنيا ومتعنا اللهم بأسماعنا وأبصارنا وقوتنا أبدا ما أبقيتنا واجعله الوارث منا واجعل ثأرنا على من ظلمنا وانصرنا على من عادانا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر همنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا تسلط علينا بذنوبنا من لا يخافك فينا ولا يرحمنا اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب الدعاء يا ولي الإسلام وأهله مسكنا الإسلام حتى نلقاك عليه وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وأقم الصلاة